A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Welcome, friends, to another r slash malicious compliance video. If you want to join in on these compliances, all you gotta do is hit the like and subscribe buttons down below. That said, our first story of the day is by Frostbite. If you don't like the way we do things here, you can leave. Okay. When I was in college, I worked for a mobile carrier in a mall. For a young person, it was great money. I was the assistant manager, which was a fancy way of saying I was in charge of most of the store paperwork. A few months before, one morning I opened by myself and a guy approached me asking for a specific phone and kept balking at the price. Asking if I could cut him a deal though, I was confident we were by far the cheapest in the area, so I told him, if you bring me a better deal, I'll beat it. The guy does another lap, talks to other stores, and comes back. Come on, is there nothing you can do? Can I just get a case? I smile and say, sorry, that's the best I can do today. But can I get your number in case we get a sale that brings the price down? This sometimes did actually work. His entire demeanor changed and he handed me paperwork out of his bag and showed me his ID. He was from Corporate Loss Preventions. Apparently my store ranked top in the state for excessive discounts and excessive waste. He then hands me a document showing all of my friends and family discounts. So I flip open my phone, yes it still flipped, and showed him all the names on the list are in my phone. Thus, are friends and family. He thanks me and says he'll stick around to talk to my boss and one other team member. Since smartphones aren't really a big thing at the time, the loss prevention guy starts talking to me about my job, and I ask him a little more about what exactly flagged our store. Turns out the other two people he wanted to talk to had more than 30% of their transactions marked with that discount code, and our store seemed to lose lots of inventory. Store practice was that if you open an accessory and it was damaged in shipping, you just throw it away and grab another one. Turns out there is a process you need to follow. He showed me the form and said, you really should be between X and X a month to be considered average. He then interviews my boss and coworker who couldn't prove that their discounts were accurate and they were let off with a stern warning. From then on, I took on the responsibility of tracking inventory and warning the team when we were getting close to the monthly limit. Like a miracle, cases stopped breaking for the rest of the month with these announcements. Fast forward, I open by myself again one morning. An older gentleman approaches me and starts screaming at me about being a heartless jerk and asking, how the heck can you do this to people? I look at him puzzled and say, sir, I have no idea who you are so you can't possibly be mad at me specifically. Let's go sit over there and have a quick chat. As soon as we sit down, I look at him and he starts crying and shaking. I don't know what I'm gonna do, I'm gonna lose my house. He goes on to tell me his son had gotten 10 free phones from my store and the monthly bill was roughly $800 plus tax. I said, sir, if your son started an account with us, there's nothing I can do without him coming to the store. The dad shows me a photo in his wallet and explains that his son lives in a home because he's too old to take care of him. He's visibly disabled. He was already barely getting by paying for his house plus his son to be taken care of. My heart dropped after I figured out what had happened. My coworker had sold the phones to his son while they were on a mall outing with his group home. Furious, I go back to the store and void the entire order. 
I instruct the dad to bring me every phone he can find. Anything not in the store that day would be marked as stolen. I write up the inventory report and mark all of those phones stolen for the time being. Coworker comes in and I say, don't bother clocking in. I saw your order from last night, just know that it's voided. If you pull anything like that again, I'll make sure you're fired. Take the rest of the weekend off. He argues for a moment but leaves. 25 minutes later, and early for his shift, my boss shows up saying he's heard what happened. I show him all of the paperwork and explain what I did to solve it. Irritated, he looks at me and says something like, You know you can't do that, right? He then argues with me that I had no right to void the order and the contract was the contract. Confused and angry, I say, Look, I won't sit by and allow people to be taken advantage of like that. To which he replies, If you don't like the way we do things here, you can leave. Shocked, I walked back into the store where he tells me he is taking care of all the paperwork to fix my mess. Quietly, I rip up my inventory report with a smile and tell him I'm leaving for the day. I call a friend who said, why don't you just get an IT job, what I was going to school for. He then calls a recruiter and sets up an interview for the next morning. Boss's little push gave me the drive to just go for it. I nail the interview and get the job. My now ex-boss texted me shortly after and said, Hey OP, you're late. To which I replied, No, I don't like the way you do things there. Silence. Fast forward a few months, both the boss and the coworker were fired for theft. You see, with the unexplained missing phones and with no one watching inventory, loss prevention quickly took interest in the store again. Turns out the broken cases were actually team members giving away inventory to close sales. So when I was there balancing inventory and giving warnings, it was letting them know just how much they could steal and get away with it. Without me there, they just did whatever the heck they wanted. From what I hear, they were escorted out by security and all. So in the end, I was pushed to start the career of my dreams. They have a record. I feel like these co-workers were bound to fail at some point. I feel like there's only so much you can literally give away and steal items before eventually you get caught, right? I also love that both of these coworkers tried to justify the sale of like eight phones to somebody that's disabled. Not only is that just ultra scummy, but I kind of doubt that that's legal. If you had a fairly decent gig going for you, but the coworkers were insufferable, would you rather quit immediately and try to find a new job elsewhere, or try to stick it out till there was a stopping point or maybe even a promotion to get you out of there? Let me know what you would do in the comments down below. Our next story is by Pumpkin Pie. Guy bought dilapidated house next door. He got a great deal on an auction and was fixing up the house next to mine until the village stepped in and said it's too close to the road. He said it's grandfathered in because the house was built in the 80s. They countered that it was demolished enough that it was no longer a structure. He fought and was very vocal, asking for support from the neighborhood. We're a small town, but only myself and one other family even went to the meeting in support for him. When he lost, he said a giant screw you to the neighborhood by just flattening it to the ground and slapping in a modular that he rented out. We went from a three-story home that he was remodeling to the cheapest modular he could find. I don't think I can blame the guy. That is just the biggest jerk move by the village. 
I'm willing to bet maybe whoever's behind that decision to try to get it all shut down was somebody that probably wanted to buy the property. Either that or it's just one of those scummy people that enforce rules are rules for literally no reason other than to just piss people off and make their lives harder. I feel like them being that strict is going to run people out of there, but sadly, I think that's what they want. Our next story is by Delmar Samil. I get paid to do what I'm told, not what I feel needs to be done. Okay. A decade ago, I was an admin for a hospital. One of two admin, a couple of techs, and a few application support people and a couple of programmers. Our boss, the IT director, let's call him Fred, had a temper. Whenever something happened, if we didn't go directly to him for guidance, then he would get angry. Now, most of the team, he never yelled at or got mad at because he didn't know enough of IT to understand their jobs. For some reason, probably due to my demeanor at the time, not anymore thanks to him, I just took it and did what was asked and was needed. He would take his anger out on me. It was so bad that the team often referred to me as the sponge, able to take Fred's red-faced yelling, and after he vented, he was fine for a few days until something else set him off. The catalyst. One morning, our primary outward-facing web server died. This was not unexpected, as I'd been telling Fred that it was old and it needed a refresh, but he called me an alarmist and said as long as we had a system backup, we did, that it wasn't an issue. I mentioned if hardware died, we would have to have the hardware handy, but it fell on deaf ears. Shrug. Well, when it died, I got an alarm about it and was in the data center trying to get it back up and running when Fred comes in and tells me to get it working right away. I tell him I'm already on it, but it's looking like the RAID controller is hosed, that I doubted I could get it up soon, and that I would need to harvest parts from DCOM servers to build one if he wanted it today, and to order a new server immediately, that the specs were in his email for me. He tells me that I have 30 minutes to get it back up and running, or I'll get written up for refusing an order and for neglecting my duties. I reply that even if I could get a server built and operating system loaded in that time, It was going to take more than 30 minutes to copy the data over to the new server and that I can't change the laws of physics to suit his fancy. He replied with, you now have 29 minutes and walked off. Yeah, he wrote me up for it. I took an hour to get it operational and the data took about as long to copy, but it was up and under three total. If I didn't sign, I would be terminated immediately. So I signed it, but added under duress. The beginning of the end. A few months later, Fred came to my desk and asked what I was doing. I told him I was going over patches that needed to be applied to various servers and hardening the ones that couldn't be patched for various reasons. Fred asked me, who told me to do that? He had assigned me a job and he expected me to get it done. The job he had assigned was setting up a laptop in one of the conference rooms for a CPR refresher class that was next week. It was Wednesday and I had all day that day and two more days to get it done. He chose me and not a tech because, well, I never knew why, honestly. Even the techs were baffled, but he never argued with Fred. Anyway, I explained that I had plenty of time to get that done and would ensure before I left on Friday that it would be waiting and I would even come in early to brief the presenters. Well, that wasn't good enough. Fred proceeded to yell at me for 30 minutes in his office with the door closed per usual about how I was insubordinate and he paid me to do what I was told when I was told to do it and that anything I thought that needed to be done, I was to immediately forget it existed and do only what was assigned by him. I was to be at his disposal at any time. I was on call a lot too, and that unless something was physically on fire, 
I was to do only what he explicitly assigned to me. I said, okay. Cue malicious compliance. For the next several months, I did exactly as he instructed. I did not mention patches or scan for vulnerabilities. I did not even log into a server at all unless he told me I needed to do something specific. I didn't even restart services or disable terminated users unless he told me to. We would get a list of terminated users each week, but unless he told me to work the list, I did nothing. The other admin did the same as well, since it would have made his job impossible if he did it all. Then, one day, I got asked to apply for a position with corporate. I went to the interview, and they already knew who I was and basically said they wanted me. They mentioned that policy stated they had to tell Fred, and I told them that if Fred found out, he would fire me because he wouldn't like the promotion over him. The role would have made me over his data center, but not his team. They said they doubted he would do that, so I said okay. Well, sure enough, when Fred got wind of my promotion, he fired me. The worst part, he fired me in a way that made it impossible for me to get the corporate job. They rescinded their offer. No reason given, but after speaking with a lawyer, it got changed to resigned because he would have made it impossible to work for him if I had returned. The fallout, a few weeks later, I had another job, better pay, and I was the IT manager. About six months later, they had a data breach. Was nasty and all over the news. Fred was encouraged to resign. I learned much later that someone from my old team had contacted corporate and told them what happened and why Fred fired me, and he got in really hot water. Then the data breach happened, and he was going to be fired, and he knew it, so he resigned before they could fire him. I looked him up a few times after that. He tried life as a contract project manager, but never finished any projects. Now he's retired. Wonder why. Corporate offered me a job on a Tuesday to start in three weeks. Fred fired me on Thursday. By Tuesday of the following week, Corporate reached out and told me that due to me being fired, they were no longer able to extend their offer. The person that called me was not the person that hired me. I told them to contact the person that hired me because he knew this would happen. They said it's not their policy to do that and I'm ineligible for a review. I even tried emailing the person that hired me and he tried to go to bat for me. But corporate HR told them that I was not eligible for rehire. That's when I went to a lawyer. The lawyer wrote some letters and was able to get them to change my status, but because corporate hired someone already for that role, I would have to take my old role. I declined for obvious reasons, thus the resigned status. So yeah, I uh, got some choice words for Fred here. Not only is it incredibly disgusting what Fred did, but I hate that Fred was in a position where they could fire somebody so that they could prevent them from being able to move up the ladder. That's a serious flaw that I think OP should continue to hound the company about. So maybe they can look into that and see if there's some policies that do need some other considerations. OP got totally screwed here. But with that being said, that's all the time we have for today. So of all these stories I've read today, which is your favorite and why? Let me know in the comments down below. And if you haven't yet, if you could like and subscribe, that would mean a lot to me. Whatever you do, whether it's liking, subscribing, turning notifications on, all of it helps grow this channel and I appreciate the heck out of it. So until next time, I'll see you all tomorrow with some more stories. 
the secret to summer-ready skin is here. Osea's number one best-selling Andaria Algae Body Oil, clinically proven to instantly improve skin elasticity and transform dry skin to silky, soft, and unbelievably glowing. Its signature scent of freshly squeezed grapefruit, cypress, and mango mandarin transports you to sun-kissed summer days. Get healthy, glowing skin for summer with clean, vegan skincare from Osea. Get 10% off your first order site-wide with code GLOW at oseamalibu.com.